Good morning and welcome to WPPA Sports Saturday for this Saturday, December 14th. And we've got to thank our sponsors. None bigger than CACL Financial. 1800 West Market Street in the city of Pottsville. Always open at CACLFCU.org. CACL Financial has been voted the number one lending institution for the past five years. Why is that? It's because their members know you won't find a better fiduciary relationship anywhere. Thank you to BG's Value Markets. Four convenient locations for your shopping experience. You can check them out in Millersburg, Jonestown, Pine Grove, and Minersville. They've your your Christmas cookie headquarters. Don't forget we always take free samples here on Sports Saturday. Stop by, check them out for those cookie supplies. Or, you know what? You need that meat for the Christmas dinner table, that ham. You're not going to find them any fresher. Because if they're any fresher at PG's, Chaz, you'd have to slap them. And while you're there, don't forget to pick up Schuylkill County's oldest family-owned full-service dairy on the Tumbling Run Road. Of course, Gears Dairy, the official hydrator WPPA Sports Saturday. Are you still enjoying it as much as you were back in November? Absolutely. The eggnog are on the shelves, of course. Don't forget the full dairy line from whole to skim milk. The orange juice to pump up that vitamin C this cold and flu season. And the delicious iced tea and fruit drink products. Thank you, Gears Dairy. Once again, you'll be rehydrating me here during the show with a diet sugar-free tea. Chaz? I'm enjoying the diet green tea as usual, Dr. Well, sir, basketball is in full swing now as the winter sports yeah. season has come upon us with things getting started. Basketball started, wrestling started, swimming started. So it's time to be indoors for a couple of months. And, Doc, you know, it um, seems to me this year things across the board might be a little more level as far as boys and girls teams are concerned on the hardwood anyway i mean wrestling there's some teams with some big rosters i mean pottsville's loaded in wrestling and uh, you know it'll be interesting to see how the swimming pools take shape this year is uh, some numbers down for some teams some numbers up for others and uh, maybe there'll be different league champions this year it'll be interesting to see how the 2019 2020 season falls at the end yeah it is going to be fun to see uh how it all will shake out here uh as we work our way down the stretch but you know i i want to talk i just want to jump back for for a few seconds Chaz, and we look back to uh the uh 2019 uh high school football championships and- i was gonna save that information for the end oh all right well then we'll save it for the end after our special guest this morning mr ty wartman yeah ty wartman the head coach of the north school spartans but yeah there are going to be a lot of different looks you know i mean Pottsville, of course the the league uh, uh, champion in, in boys' side of things and girls' side of things. Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe mm-hmm. is the league champion. Jim Thorpe probably head and shoulders will oh, be I, the I, will be the girls' absolutely. champion. They did absolutely. not they did not well, lose a girl from yeah. the roster. Yeah, and as I mean, far they had, as the tide, three freshmen that are we've had a couple experience. couple games on or three games under our belt as of this morning, and uh, the tide still uh, trying to find a little bit of an identity. Uh, you know, I, I, the the extra time in football i think has some kids without their basketball legs just yet uh it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out i mean when you look at the landscape of the schuylkill league basketball wise you know the, the leading scorer in the league was Rini figueroa at panther valley well he's not there this year when you take a look at pottsville it's a whole new starting five and and fresh 
off the bench, so fresh off the bench. There's a lot of kids that didn't get a varsity minute last year coming in in six through eleven for Pottsville. You know, so it'll be interesting to see how. It all ends up at the end in that Valentine's Week ceremony there at Mart's Hall called the Schuylkill League Playoffs as to who was able to navigate the waters. I mean, when you look at the, the Division Two, Division Three, you know, you got to think Schuylkill Haven. They have Albie Evans. They have Walsh. They, they have these kids that were great basketball players and are doing great things. Nativity. They lost a lot of players, but yeah. they have some talented young men. Yep. They only have a roster of 10. So, I mean, it'll be, it, it, it really will be neat to see how it all shakes out through this season. Season when we see the matchups. I mean, you guys get started on T102 next Wednesday, yep. the 18th. Nativity going to Shenandoah Valley. What does Shenandoah Valley have? No one really knows just yet. So it'll be wild until it all works itself out to see what we have. Because this year, I think, has the greatest unknowns than the past maybe four seasons combined. Well, you know, one of the sad things is uh, one of the things we don't have over the uh, the, the holidays is that KC tournament. I know we always talk about that, bring every, that year. Up every year. I mean, <laughs> interesting, though, look at last weekend. There were tournaments all over the place locally that you could go catch some of your teams. It'll be the same thing over the holiday break. Yeah, teams are going to be playing in tournaments. It's just the one that we had north of the mountain that, you know, we enjoyed going to and seeing the kids that we knew from our communities and surrounding communities and those kind of things that's not there anymore but you know it's incredible to to watch what all happens here compacted around now the beginning of the start of the school league because i mean that starts monday and uh you know it's it's just it's 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 neat to see how they how they put these things together i mean look at wrestling wrestling back in the day you had a full schedule of dual meets yeah. against one other school yep. now you have very limited amount of dual meets, but you're going to tournaments all the time so you can get yep. your, your number of wrestling matches in mm-hmm. as a competitor. So, I mean, it, it's just interesting to see how that landscape has all changed. I remember, yeah, I mean, as a kid going to watch wrestling matches, Chaz. And, I'm not and, yeah, talking I mean, Freddie Blassie, Hulk Hogan, and uh, Andre the Giant. <laughs> it was Jimmy Superfly's hookup, buddy, back in those days. He had yeah, and Bob Backlund. Yeah, he had some incredibly long uh, toenails, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a picture, uh, autograph, Jimmy Superfly's hookup. Saw him at North Schuylkill. But, you know, I mean, I do remember going to wrestling matches back in, you know, I mean, the, the uh, late 80s uh, with my sister. She was a, a, a cheer. Uh, leader, I guess they. I guess they're called cheerleaders in wrestling, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you see, sometimes there's cheer squad now. Well, cheer squad means all of them. Oh, a single one is a cheerleader. Oh, all right. So she was a, a cheerleader, I think, for wrestling and basketball and stuff like that. And uh, I remember going uh, to uh, you know what what is now uh, uh, Hope Cesare Gymnasium or Cesare Hope Gymnasium. Uh, and uh, you know, going there and seeing uh, the uh, uh, Spartans wrestle, and it was a packed house. You know, uh, floor to ceiling, you know, on the bleachers from wall to wall, and uh, it was jammed. They turned the lights down. There was one match out there. You know, what I mean, you're in the spotlights in the center of the floor. It was a really cool experience. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, now it's tough to find a wrestling match to go to. You know, as you said, I mean, it's a lot of tournaments. You know, there's three or four matches going on on the floor at a time. You know, I mean, it's hard to keep track. You're just lucky. I mean, whoever you're going to see the catch, you know, he or she or one of their teammates is out there, and that's what you're paying attention to, and there's so much stuff going on. But, you know, that's a change in the landscape. I mean, swimming, how could you bet against Ned Hanford? 
Well, I mean, you can't, but I mean, the numbers don't lie. And Ned's numbers on the boys' side of things for Pottsville are, are up this year. And he has some uh, talented swimmers. There's talented swimmers throughout the league. I mean, the star power is gone from last year, as, as Leroy Boyer wrote. Uh, you know, the kids that have really set the mark in Schuylkill League swimming, a lot of those kids have gone to graduation. Danny Berlitz isn't around. So when you take a look league-wise, district-wise, those distance swims are wide open right now. Reggie Crawford didn't swim last year, but it would have been his senior year. Uh, some of the girls, Mallory Dukeman from Blue Mountain, she graduated. So, you know, there's a whole different cast of stars coming up right now, some of which were very young last year and have the opportunity to now take on those, for lack of a better term, leadership positions in the pool. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see what kids we get the pleasure of talking about every Saturday. Maybe we can talk about Heffler. Maybe, but I don't know about that, but we'll see. You You have one now or you got two now? I have two swimming. Two. You got Mm -hmm. one on each side, right? Yep. Okay. I, I, I yeah. wasn't sure. i just making sure, you know. Yeah. Just making sure. So, I mean, you know, that that's going to be the fun part about this upcoming winter sports season is seeing who's left standing at the end. And, I mean, when you take a look at numbers, it's interesting to learn. Marion Girls, for the second or third year in a row, does not have a JV squad in basketball. Shocking. Minersville Girls don't have a JV squad Shocking. in basketball this year. Shocking. So, I mean... W- you know yeah, that song. Where have all the cowboys gone? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Well, hopefully they're uh, at the star in Frisco practicing, and and you know somebody's got to win the NFC lease. But well, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. It's gonna, I mean, but I mean, when you talk about minors who not having a JV program, you know, like two or three years removed from a state championship. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was, you know, state championship you know, caliber teamster, you know, the previous two, three years. You know, that's shocking because, I mean, you look at and you think, man, you would think there would be a huge impression made on a, a lot of young ladies out there, you know, at all ages. And that there would be success or there would be numbers, let's say numbers. Sure. You know, because everybody would want to be a, a battling minor. And, uh, I mean, when you talk about not having a JV squad, that's. That's kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you look at it, Chaz, and I mean, we've seen this year, we've seen two squads in our area, football squads uh, in small schools, you know, forfeit either postseason play or you know regular season and postseason play uh, due to the lack of numbers. So yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of scary. I mean, the scary part about it is is I don't know if it changes down the line. Does it change down the line? Is there a population boom? Is there, is there a spot where I mean we're going to see more people and influx? You know, I mean, is, is something going to change economically here? You know, I mean, that would bring you know families into this area, or, or are we on a, on a decline? You know, and it, I mean, seriously, got to start looking and saying, well, can every school have a basketball, baseball, softball, golf? you know, swimming, I mean, or do we have to start combining more and more sports and doing more and more co-ops? Well, I mean, that's going to be the question to be answered. I mean, I know people have talked about that between those two schools that uh, foregone the end of the season, be it regular or postseason play, then possibly they're candidates for getting together in, in football. I don't know. I mean, the proof will be in the pudding. We'll have to wait and see how it all proof shakes in the pudding. Yes, and I'm not talking figgy pudding. It is the Christmas season. But anyway, uh, you know, it, it's just going to be, Again, the only word I can find for it is interesting because you just 
don't have an idea right now. Usually coming into the season this year, we start talking about who we believe the favorites could be. And I don't know right now that I could tell you significantly, this is who I believe is going to be standing at the end. This is the program that's going to go the deepest into each of their respective sports postseasons. Are we going to get a qualifier to Hershey for wrestling or Bucknell for swimming? I don't know. It's just that kind of year. We'll have to wait and see how it all shakes out. Well, I don't know if we ever know, really. I mean, typically, we don't ever really know. There's always a surprise somewhere in the mix. Just look at the last fall sports season. We may be more surprise, surprise, surprise than any other year that we've been doing this. All right. Speaking of surprises, what do you say we take a timeout? Let's take a timeout. We'll get some uh, uh, sponsorship awards in Edgewise. We'll come back. We'll have our special guest on. Of course, it is, once again, Ty Wartman of the North Schuylkill Spartans Boys Basketball Program. He will be joining us this morning here on Sports Saturday. Right after this here on AM 1360, 106 FM, worldwide, WPPARadio.com. And don't forget, if you missed the program, you're going to want to catch us on the podcast. It's distributed by Apple, Google, Spotify, and of course, our fine host, Anchor.fm. Gears Dairy on the Tumbling Run Road is the county's oldest family-owned dairy. Gears prides themselves on their high standards and offers quality produced milk products, as well as orange juice, fruit drinks, and their very own popular iced tea. Right now, make Gears Delicious Eggnog a part of your holiday gathering. Look for Gears products in your favorite supermarket or convenience store. Gears Dairy on the Tumbling Run Road. Phone 570-277-6611. You work hard for your money, so don't let the big banks take it away in service fees and charges every month. Bank at CACL Financial, and you'll see the difference. At CACL Financial, not only will you be treated like family, your money will work for you. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Schuylkill County, CACL Financial has the products and services to meet your personal and business banking needs. People love banking with us so much that we've been voted the best bank in Schuylkill County Five consecutive years in the Reader's Choice poll. At CACL Financial, it's more than checking in savings accounts and CDs or home mortgages, vehicles and home equity loans. CACL Financial meets your needs every day. Visit our convenient office on West Market Street in Pottsville. Online at CACLFCU.org and like us on Facebook. CACL Financial, member NCUA, equal housing lender. Welcome back, WPPA Sports Saturday. Don't forget, later this afternoon, 1 p.m. for the pregame show, 1.30 tip-off. The Nittany Lions red hot, knocking off number four Maryland earlier this week. They go again against the Tide of Alabama. It's all right here on your Penn State basketball station, WPPA. But, hey, let's let's talk Spartan basketball, North Google Spartan basketball, Chaz. We have uh, Ty Wartman on the program this morning, and – Good morning, Ty, and uh, welcome to the program once again. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, Ty. Can't believe it's basketball season already. He said Spartans, Penn State. Boy, you, you'd think you were coaching in Michigan State, but the, you have an upstart squad this year in Fountain Springs. Some new faces coming along, and how's the uh, offseason and preseason gone up until now? you got a couple games under your belt. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, we, we, we definitely have a different 
um, a different feel this year. Last year we had a ton of kids that have been that were in the program for years and a lot of seniors. And this year, um, you know, I think at times we might have four, you know, four sophomores out on the court at times. Um, so it's different. You know, it's a different look and feel. But we, but the summer was great, and the, you know, our preseason was was great. And these kids are just really, really good kids. They they work very hard. Um, they they've been committed to getting in the gym all year and working on everything that they need to do to get better. And um, so. It's been fun. It's been fun to kind of get re-energized with a new group and, and to kind of watch them get better as, as we went on. So we're having a good time, and hopefully we can see them grow as the year goes on. Well, Ty, you know what? Uh, you, you talk about having fun, and that's what it's all about. You may not have the senior leadership, but you got a lot of kids that are young and coachable, and uh, you get to put your own mark on them. You left a bunch of seniors go last year that uh, had your mark on it. They uh, had success, so now you get a whole new group of uh, kids that you get to leave your mark on and your impression and, and transform from uh, young men to, 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 to grown men. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's funny sometimes we'll be at practice and – um, you know, you, you look out there, and you, ha- you have a two-minute, you have a two-minute um, spurt of, of like you, you know, chaos or turnovers or things like that, and and you, you get with your coaches, and you're like, and people remind you, hey, coach, you know, these kids are, these kids never did this before, they've never been around this before, so it's a whole, it's a, it's a, you know, you, as a coach, sometimes you have to, to go back down to earth and say, okay, I, I got to teach a little bit more be a little more patient on certain things. And that's what, I think it's made, made me kind of a better, a better coach with these guys too, just kind of realizing, okay, we can go back down to square one and teach and look at different things and, and realize that, that these kids want to learn. They want to get better. So it's been fun. And, um, you know, I mean, obviously it, it, it makes you a little bit crazy at times, but, uh, but they're really, really good kids, like I said. So we're, 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 we are enjoying it. You know, Ty, it's it's funny you say that. It makes you crazy at times. You're a pretty high-strung guy when it comes to the game of basketball and coaching the, the game of basketball. And I think you're probably your worst critic. But what's it like trying to maintain those expectations of youth somewhat and, you know, crossing that with your expectations of playing well? Yeah, I mean, well, to be honest with you, Chaz, we, the big thing we said this year was we wanted to get kids – now starting from the ground up now that we think are going to be in our program for the next three years, two or three years, and really try to go through a huge process with them. Now, right now we have one senior, Bryce Weichel, who is starting for us and playing for us, and he's been outstanding. He's been great. Um, he's worked very hard, and he's, he's just a great, great kid for us to have. But he's our one senior that's really playing right now. So our big thing is we, we, we kind of said, let, let's try to make this, you know, a, a long-term plan with some of these kids. So when we when we have these kids in the game, and you're right, I, I mean like a turnover, you know, two turnovers in a row, things like that, can really can really make you go crazy. But then you start to think about it and, and think, okay, these kids are going to need to go through these things. They're going to need to go through, uh, you know, playing in a, in a tough spot for two minutes and, and trying to battle through it. And that's what we're hoping that they do this year is kind of play together, and then we can see in the next two years if, if this group can kind of do something. So. We're hoping we can just kind of, you know, baptism by fire this year and kind of go through the fire and then and see if they can make something out of it. I mean, I'm, and, and I really do think we can compete this year in a lot of games, but um, we're not so focused on this year on, you know, trying to win every game, win, 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 loss total right now. We're just trying to develop, coach, teach, stay together, and uh, and see where it ends up. You know, Ty, it's interesting when you talk about that. You have three seniors on the roster. You talked about Bryce as, as the senior that gets the bulk of the playing time. You have three juniors on your roster. You have eight 
sophomores listed on, on this roster. Right. So, I mean, t- to have that bulk of kids in 10th grade. Three freshmen, too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you look at it, and that's got to be a, kind of a moment where you get to be a teacher again. Yeah, and, and the kids, most of the kids we have right now on our roster that you just mentioned are, are really basketball guys, too. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, North Schuylkill is, a, is, a, is really in a great time right now with all of their sports and, and football and basketball, wrestling, and everything is going really, really great right now. And it's tough, it's tough sometimes to find, you know, a, a real traditional basketball player, you know. So some of these kids are, are basketball guys, and they really love basketball, and they want to try to get in the gym as much as they can and shoot as much as they can. And, and that's, that's what I think has been fun because that's kind of where I've come from the beginning is, you know, being a gym rat and, and loving basketball and playing basketball in the summertime, and a lot of these kids want to do that. So it, it, if we can just keep working, keep getting better, keep staying together, I think it could be a fun, a fun ride. Ty, how much do you go back inside your files, your personal uh, uh, endeavor uh, as a Golden Bear for Mono area, playing for one of the area's greatest coaches in Mickey Holland? You started as a young man and had to work your way up through. So how much you go back and pull off your personal experience and say, you know what, guys, I've been in these shoes before. Yeah, a ton. I mean, I, I think the biggest problem right now, and honestly all of athletics right now, is there's this idea that when, once you get to be in high school, you should be like starting varsity or you should, you should be playing varsity as a freshman or sophomore, and that's just not how it is, you know, in most, most times. You know, I mean, we all had to kind of come up and – earn our stripes and, and, and battle through tough times and try to beat people out for spots and compete for spots. And that's really what we're trying to create here with some of these guys. We tell them every day like that, that no one has anything earned right now. These lineups can change daily on a daily basis, and we really want them to compete for everything that they have, and, and hopefully that is another thing that can contribute because that's what we all – I mean, in my childhood, that's what it was. I mean, you, you had to work for everything you had, and nothing was guaranteed to you, and, and that's kind of what we want to try to create here. You know, Ty, it's interesting you bring it up that way because last week in my sit-down with Dave Mullaney, I asked him about kids these days. And everybody says kids these days are different. And I can remember Mickey telling me once, kids aren't different. That's not the case. It's the expectations and the outside pressure. But when you take a look at kids these days, it's the ESPN generation where the only thing they see is the, the thumping of the chest, the highlight reels. And everybody thinks they're getting like that kind of level when they're older, and it just doesn't happen that way. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, it's. I totally agree with you, and and uh, and even what Coach said. I mean, I, I believe that's true. I think, I think that you know the kids really aren't so much different. It's just exactly what you said. These expectations that um, you know, once you don't, you know, if I'm not, if I'm not the starting shortstop by the time I'm end up my freshman year, I got to quit baseball and then go do something else. You know, and it's just, it's one of those things where some of these kids can become good players and. But it just, it just might not happen overnight, and that's why we have to keep on working at it. And, and, and I really do believe in anything you do in life, not just sports. You have to kind of like – you have to be thrown into tough situations with adversity and be able to battle through things and be able to see you can you can challenge yourself and, and, and be able to break through that challenge. And I think that's what we have to do to become better as a program right now. So if we keep that mindset, um, I really think it could be a fun year for all of us and just try to stay together as a group and, and, and just try to you know be as competitive and win as many games as we can. 
Ty, I look across the lineup. When you talk about youngsters, I, I see a bunch of guys that maybe don't have the height. I mean, you got some 5'7s, 5'10s, 5'9s in there. You got a, a six-footer and about three at 6'2", and that's as tall as you get. I mean, how do you counter uh, these guys uh, against the 6'6s six and, and the 6'5s that you may uh, see on a, a normal game night here in the Schuylkill League? Absolutely. I mean, our, our, we have a sophomore center right now. He's probably about six two, um, you know, six two, six two and a half. Adam Scott. Um, he's a football player in the fall. He, he's a, a real good kid, and he's he's just a tough kid. I mean, the, the question you ask you asked me is how do you counter that? And, and the the answer Eddie, is just is just toughness. You, you got to be tough. You got to be gritty. You got to be you got to be willing to stick your nose in there and help on things and double down on the post and get the ball back out of the post. You got to be able to dive on the floor and put your chin on the floor and do things like that. That um, that teams that have the six six guys might not might not have to do as much. But um, you know, it, in our program, we're going to have to play kids that are bigger than us, kids that are taller than us, and we're just going to have to do it by outworking people and being tougher than people and and uh, taking charges and changing possessions that way. And and uh, and that just has to be a mindset that we that we instill in, in all of our players. You know, Ty, you talk a lot about being gritty, and gritty comes with playing great defense how is it with a bunch of young kids to explain to them that scoring is important but not allowing the other team is more important if they can't score they can't win how is it teaching that kind of fundamental because i know it's a stalwart with you how is it getting that ingrained in, in younger players yeah it's, it's hard it's definitely it's definitely hard because it's it's every you know every kid wants to wants to score um you know, I, I said, you know, every day on our morning announcements, it'll say, you know, North Schuylkill played last night and so-and-so had 20 points and so-and-so had 15 points. That's what they say on our announcements every day. And that's what kids see in the paper every day. In the paper it says, you know, this kid had 15 points. So your whole, your whole life you're kind of talking about points, and, and we have to try to break down the kids that guys. I mean, I always learned in basketball, every night you play, there's one thing that could be constant and there's one thing that can change. The thing that can change is the way you're going to shoot every night. The thing that should be constant is how you're going to stop people every night. So if you're shooting great one night, obviously that's great. If you're shooting horrible one night, you can still win the game if your defense is good. And our kids have started to believe that because they've seen it. They've seen it in real live action for themselves. When we played over the summer, if we held teams to a certain number, we, we won a lot of games and we, and we were in a lot of games. If that number got above that number, if, if, if that score got above that number, we were in trouble. So they've seen that, and then I think that's what, you know, what they've tried to start to see is, is a reality for our team. Ty, when you uh, talk about being in the summer and setting those marks, uh, you know, it, it's tough to get kids around all year. Did you have good turnout through those summer leagues and workouts and open gyms and stuff like that? Yeah, we, had, we actually had a great summer. Um, we had a great summer with all the kids, um, and, and, and we had, had a lot of our young kids uh, show up. Um, you know, like I said, uh, we have a good eighth-grade crew, eighth-graders, ninth-graders, sophomores, and um, we had everybody there pretty much all summer long. We had our junior high in summer leagues and our JV and varsity in summer leagues. And um, so it was, it was a really, really good summer. Because you're right, I mean, it, it does differ from year to year to year. I mean, you might have one year where it's tougher to get guys there, another year where more guys show up. But this summer has been great. And, um, and I really think it transferred well into our fall. Um, you know, we, I think we have three or four football players or, or fall athletes that played. So we had the majority of guys there in the fall, which was good. And then, um, you know, we're just kind of rolling right into the season now. So, so we'll see. We'll see how it works out. But, yeah, I mean, I can't complain as a coach with how hard they work in the offseason. 
you know, Ty, when you talk about the, your team and, and you talk about the, I mean, you have eight 10th graders, you have, you know, five uh, freshmen, you have a bunch of eighth graders, a bunch of seventh graders uh, signed up for the program. I mean, to me, that shows one thing is that your success is weighing over into the younger youth uh, leagues and, and they're saying, hey, I, I want to be a Spartan. I want to play for Ty Wortman when I get into high school. I, I, I mean, obviously, I hope so. I mean, I, I, I mean, that's how. I mean, every great, every great program has to start somewhere. Um, I've talked to Chaz about this before. I mean, as a young coach, you always think, "Oh, I have the magic recipe to make this, you know, to just turn this around in two seconds, and we're going to win right away." And then, eventually, you realize that sometimes there's bumps in the road, and things have to be hard, and you got to work through things. And I think right now, um, I think we do have a good. The program is in a good spot right now. I think we have a lot of good players coming up. I think our numbers are good, and um, and I think people are, you know, right now I think people do want to play, which is half the battle. But but now, I, I mean, you talked about Coach Holland. I remember Coach Holland saying all the time, Ty, it doesn't matter if you have these players back or you have people coming up. It matters how good they are. It matters, it matters if they're going to work hard and become better players, and that's really what we have to see uh, because the potential is there, but we got to see if everybody ends up putting the work in that's going to need to be good. But right now... The program is in a, in a, in a great spot, and um, it, you know, we're going we're gonna to probably struggle at times this year, but I think if everybody sticks together, the future can be bright. Doc, don't let them fool you. It's Mr. Wartman's charm and charisma that has <laughs> things going in the right direction. <laughs> Ty, as I'm looking yeah. over this roster, uh, there's one thing. You may not have the height that you need, but boy, looking at some of these names, there's some speed in this group. There's a little bit of quickness to this club. Yeah, oh yeah. We, we, I mean, we've We've stressed these guys to kind of get out and, and, get, and get in the passing lines, run up and down the floor. I mean, Jack Flynn and Weichel at the guard spot. Jack Flynn can probably run from here to Florida and back every day uh, for his conditioning. He's a great cross-country and track runner, and he's in great shape all the time. And, and Weichel and Grudy are guards. And Aiden Conti off the bench is a really, really uh, you know, good athlete. And, but you're right, Chad. I, I believe our quickness and speed is a huge advantage for us. And sometimes when you don't have the height, that, that needs to be an advantage for you if you don't have height. So we're going to try to play to that a little bit and see if we can use that as an advantage, getting up and down the court and playing defense aggressively on the passing lines and see if we can create some some scoring opportunities that way too. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, man, you get that ball hurried up down the floor. I mean, you can beat everybody down here. You don't have to worry about a six-footer or a six-sixer standing underneath the uh, basket and blocking up the lane. You could beat them down the floor without a, a, a second ch- uh, guess. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's, that's the key. The key is to try to – trying to do that and uh, and try to be con- but the real big key is consistency because everybody could do it two or three times so when you when you're playing a basketball game and your coach says we're gonna run today and everybody goes yeah coach and they go out and they run once or twice and then everybody should start saying okay well that's hard I don't know if I'm gonna keep on doing that so you have to say okay we're gonna run but we're gonna run consistently the third quarter the fourth quarter we got to keep running and that's where young players have to kind of learn that because um, you know, in the first quarter, everybody wants to run. Everybody's excited. But then when you get tired at the end of the second quarter, you're in the fourth quarter, you know, can you still run then? And, that, and the great players will, will run all 32 minutes. The great players will play hard all 32 minutes. So um, that, that's going to be a key thing for us to try to instill that in our guys, that we have to do that the entire game. You know, Ty, in order to do that in the entire game, you need some pretty critical role players coming in off the bench to spell some of those starting five so you have the ability to stay fresh. How deep can you go? Um, I mean, I, I, we would like to play eight or nine kids in every game, really, um, this year. Because, really, I, I think this year we have guys that are pretty even. Um, 
and we don't we don't have a lot of guys that I think are you know should be taking that much that many more minutes away from other guys. So I think there should be guys that get a lot of opportunities. Right now, um, the way it sits right now, our bench is really um, you know three solid guys off our bench are, are sophomores. Carl Brown, um, really athletic sophomore, probably about six one sophomore. Um, he you know he can play up above the rim as a sophomore, fast, quick, can jump. Aiden Conti, a sophomore, and Kieran Fisher, a sophomore. Um, and and all those three guys will kind of solidify our bench. Um, we do have a senior, Chance Felty, um, who had an accident in the fall and was injured and uh, is trying to work his way back. You know, he would be a good guy that we could play as, you know, a ninth guy in our rotation. But right now, you know, we have we have pretty much set there at eight, you know, nine guys. Josh Wallace is a sophomore who's, who's given us, who's gotten a lot better. Um, so... We do have a, a good bench. It's just they're all, I mean, I said to our coaches to start the season, some of these guys have never played in a JV game and might just play in a varsity game for the first time ever with us. You know, so there's going to be some, some some growing pains and some stuff that we have to work through. But they're good kids, and um, and like I said, they're, they're, they're going to play very hard, hopefully, every every time we go out there. Ty, you talk about the summer, getting them in and uh, getting them uh, acclimated. You talked about the fall. You know, I mean, after seeing this many uh, appearances from these young men and then uh, getting some games underneath the belt, anybody surprise you from top to bottom of your lineup uh, coming uh, into this season? Like, wow, did he really improve? Yeah, I mean, honestly, there is a couple of big surprises. Uh, A big surprise, I think people around the league are going to really um, be surprised by Kieran Fisher. He's a sophomore. He's probably, I would say, 5'10", and he's a throwback. He's like a throwback player to where, um, you know, he, he's just going to – he's a real tough physical kid, and he picked up our defense really, really well. And he's just one of those kids that I think will surprise people. He's gotten better offensively. He can score inside. He's developed a little bit of a jump shot over the summer. Um, and I think he's been a real pleasant surprise for our program because, I mean, he's, he's going to end up being our sixth man or seventh man off the bench. And, and really, a year and a half ago, I don't know if, if, that, if he was really in the picture for that. So he just kind of outworked people and, and, um, and kind of got on his own and worked on his game. So he's been great. And um, another big surprise really is, um, has been Adam Scott, our, our another sophomore big guy. He's just um, last year as a JV player, as a freshman, I think he kind of showed some people what he could do. He blocked a ton of shots, and he was really, really solid defensively in the lane. And, and that's what kind of got us thinking, hey, maybe this kid can kind of step in as a sophomore, um, and he's really done that. So a couple of young kids have been surprises. But, I mean, I mean, honestly, you could take any name off our roster, and they might surprise you that day. You know, so it's, it's been a fun group to be around. You know, uh, Ty, you said something very interesting there that uh, he developed the jump shot. Uh, I mean, and when you talk about that, you know, I mean, I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, I'm running down inside and 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 laying up, uh, you know, easy peasy layups. Okay, I don't right. miss too many of them. So you could teach me, or I have to uh, just have that skill on my own to be able to stop in the lane and pull up and take the shot. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. Have, well, first of all, the thing is, you have to have you have to be able to shoot a little bit. Your form and stuff has to be okay, but you have to have the confidence to be able to shoot. And that's the big thing that's lacking in a lot of players. Kids can shoot, but then when they get in front of a, a bunch of you know, hundreds of people screaming at them and it's loud and everybody's yelling and you catch it, are you, are you, are you going to want to shoot that shot? And that's what I mean with Kieran is Kieran early in the summer might not take that shot. And now he's kind of catching it and thinking, I can make this shot. And he's taking it. And it's kind of the, 
you could see the growth in his game, just gaining more confidence to, to look, you know, to look in areas and to look and score in areas where he might not have been aggressive in the past. You know, Ty, you take a look. Speaking of new players, new faces, right now in the non-league schedule, but the league schedule getting underway next week. When you take a look at the Schuylkill League Division One, I'm going to say that it may be more even than people think. Yeah, I mean, I think we, we definitely have. Um, you're going to start to see, I think, in the next, you know, this year and the next couple of years, uh, uh, some turnaround um, with some great, great players that have been there for years. And you guys know all these players, but um, you know, but I, obviously, Pottsville um, has two outstanding players back with Barnes and Shank, and you have, um, you know, Blue Mountain has a different feel to it this year. They lost some players to graduation, but some of the guys they have have been in their program for years. Um, uh, Tamaqua. Uh, Knobloch and Gregoire and those guys have been starting. I mean, Knobloch probably started for three or four years. So um, it's it's a unique deal uh, with some of these teams. Um, I think Pine Grove lost four seniors from last year, and um, Jim Thorpe is a good team. I mean, I, I think it should be a fun year in Division One um, as far as the competition is concerned. Um, I think people can maybe compete in some games that they haven't been able to compete in in years past. So we'll see how it works out. Well, Ty, we want to thank you for uh, taking time out of your day to talk with us here on Sports Saturday. And a uh, couple of weeks, we'll all be seeing you, both Ed and I. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, All right, well, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you for everything you do for, for our local sports and for our sports teams. We appreciate everything. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Merry to you Christmas. as well, Ty. Without the coaches, though, Ty, I'll be honest with you, it wouldn't be easy. I mean, <laughs> you guys give us the credit. Without your uh, participation, this would not be an easy job. Well, thank you. And, um, I mean, hey, the, the coaches are always the best people in the world. That You know what I mean? So we'll, <laughs> oh, we'll take the credit for that. Oh, boy. All right, goodbye, Ty. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Have a good one. Merry Christmas. See you, Coach. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. So there you have it, Doc. Ty Wartman joining us on the program this morning. And sounds like he's upbeat about what he's got. Although it's young, he's upbeat about it. Yeah, and I think that is the most important part, is it? I mean, Ty's a fun-loving guy. And, uh, you know, I mean, he's able to go out there and say, hey, listen, we're not worried about the wins this year. We're not worried about the losses. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, they, of course they want to win ball games. They want to get some W's notched into the wood. But, uh, you know I mean, right now he's just worried about going out there, getting the everything under control, and building. Building for the next two years, Chaz. And then, yeah, I mean, you, you build for those two years, make a stretch run if you can in, in the next, I mean, maybe not this year. You know, you look in the, in the 2021 uh, season, the 21-22 season. Yeah, I mean, the next thing you know, you, that's how you start building it. Right, and as a young coach, Ty was focused on success now, and that's what he alluded to when he said, I've yep. talked to Chaz about this. He he was always worried about the winning now, and, you know, you just kind of had he, – he had to understand it's about your program. You're yeah. going to be here for a while. Start your program. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of stuff – I mean, especially in the coaching world, you know, in athletics in general, I mean, a lot of people don't know or don't – care you know i mean the general public they don't care uh if you're building a program if you're you know i mean turning out and molding you know excellent young men or 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 young ladies or anything like that they're more worried about what they read in the uh, newspaper see online of hey we beat so and so hey so and so you know got a 20 point win over so and so you know this one's a district champ this one's a league champ I mean, that's what they're worried about. And, I mean, it's hard for the general public a lot of times and for parents to, to realize, like, 
you know, it's not about the wins. It's not about this. It's not about that. It's more, you know, I mean, the focus is on, you know, I mean, it, number one, it's, you know, I mean, playing an athletic event in a scholastic environment. You're learning many aspects here, you know, how to be a teammate, how to maybe be a leader, how to, you know, do other things than just learn how to play a football game, you know, swim a lap. Uh, you know, run up and down the court, how to jump over a hurdle. You jump over hurdles. Well, all the time. In fact, we're going to jump over a hurdle right now. And it's called a commercial break. Well, that's not a hurdle. It's just a timeout. Yeah. The hurdle is getting there. <laughs> well, let's get there. All right. We'll be back after this on AM 1360, 106 FM worldwide at WPPARadio.com. And if you missed the program, don't worry. We've got you covered on the podcast. You can check us out. Google Play uh, platform. Yes. Also on the uh, Apple Podcast uh, spot. Absolutely. Spotify. Yes, sir. And our host, Anchor.fm. So find WPPA Sports Saturday at your favorite podcast outlet. Hi Wow is being heard all across Schuylkill County. What is it? CACL Financial's Hi Wow Checking Account. It stands for helping you and others won't. If you live, work, or worship in Schuylkill County, CACL Financial's High Wow account offers terrific features like no minimum balance, no maintenance or penalty fees, and earn 1% annual percentage yield on your account when you have e-statements and 10 point of sale transactions with your debit card per month. High Wow checking from CACL Financial. Named the best bank in Schuylkill County in the Reader's Choice poll for the fifth year in a row. Earn 1% annual percentage yield on your checking account. Make your money work as hard as you do. CACL Financial. Online at CACLFCU.org. Like us on Facebook or visit our Pottsville office on West Market Street. CACL Financial. Member NCUA Equal Housing Lender. If terms aren't met, regular interest rates apply. Freshness, quality, and service are always number one. Shop and save at BG's Value Markets in Minersville, Pine Grove, Jonestown, and Millersburg. Mrs. T's pierogies, $1.78. Lando Lakes Butter Quarters, $3.58. Top Round London Broil, $3.78 a pound. Country Style Spare Ribs, $1.78 per pound. Hatfield or Kunstler Whole Smoked Hams, just $2.78 a pound. Fresh Express Salads, $1.98. Fresh Baked Sourdough Bread, $3.28. Eggo Pancakes or French Toast Sticks, $1.98. Four-pound bags of California Naval Oranges, $2.98. Marie Callender Pot Pies, Beef Turkey or Chicken, two for $3. Wishbone Salad Dressing, $1.58. Nestle Morsels Baking Chips, $2.68. Daisy Sour Cream, $0.88. Cents. Dunkin' Heinz Brownies or Cake Mixes, $1.18. And San Giorgio Pasta, $0.98. Cents. Special pricing good through Monday, December 16th. Shop and save at BG's Value Markets, Minersville, Pine Grove, Jonestown and Millersburg, open every day. Welcome back to WPPA Sports Saturday. Don't forget Penn State Nittany Lion basketball coming your way. Pre-game number four this week. They did. Pre-game show on the air at 1.30. Is Penn State going to mix it up with Alabama in basketball? Roll time! Boy, oh I was just boy. getting, I was used to it. Speaking of roll tide, you wanted to talk football? 
Let's talk Penn State football first. What's your thoughts on Memphis and the Cotton Bowl at AT&T Stadium in Dallas? Uh, no comment. You don't have a comment? <laughs> um, I, I actually, it, it's funny. I don't know how many people uh, that are listening out there could say that they had a conversation with their wife about the Cotton Bowl. And uh, the the first conversation I had with my wife about the Cotton Bowl is she says, hey, did you see Penn State's going to be playing in uh, Jerry's world? I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, the Cotton Bowl. I was like, oh, is that, I, I didn't even, I don't know what's there. I mean, I I know it's in Dallas or whatever. I, I thought it was outside. Didn't no. they have the stadium outside? They used years? to, yeah. They used to have the actual Cotton Bowl. They called it. Yes. Yeah, but they don't have that anymore. No, whatever. they play. They play at AT and T Stadium. So I've seen it. It's a nice place. Yeah, I know. Yeah, rub it in some more. So I was like, you want to oh. go? Yeah, I'd love to go. You got the email, didn't you? No. Oh, okay. I'll forward it to you. <laughs> but oh yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did get that email. I'm sorry. Yes, we I could did. be working at it. Yeah, we could work at it, but. Uh, we talked about, yeah, I mean, it being in Dallas, Texas, and being in AT&T Stadium. And then her next question was, "Is honey, can I ask you? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Is this the same Memphis that Navy plays? And I was like, ouch. Yeah. And she said, well, that's not going to be much of a competition now, is it? I said, probably not. I said, uh, you know, you mean Penn State, a, a much bigger program, a much more storied program. You know, it probably has 10 times the resources that little Memphis has. I said, but you got to remember the equalizer. And she's, what's that? I said, big game, James. <laughs> she says, oh, that's the guy you wanted to go see last week. I was like, no, I was only teasing you. I wanted to go see him. But, um, yeah, I mean, she, she knows. I mean, yeah, is it going to be much of a ball game? I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be so stellar that I'm going to be thinking, well, uh, do I got to be up at 11 o'clock in the morning to see it? I think the crazier part is the slap in the face, I think, that it is to Penn State when Wisconsin, rather, gets the Rose Bowl, um, got beat by Ohio State twice pretty handily, and uh, you know Penn State's reward for not blowing Rutgers out of the water is essentially a Cotton Bowl bid against Memphis. Michigan got a better bowl game than Penn State did. And, uh, it, you know, are they also rants? I mean, I thought Notre Dame got kind of the shaft on what they got, the Camping World Bowl. They're both playing at the same time on the same day. They're probably two of the biggest television draws going across the country. Mm-hmm. One has the greatest alumni base. Yep. The other is just a historic program. Yep. And you're going to put them on at the exact same time on the exact same day between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it just, it, it intrigued me how the bowl selection committee came up with these matchups and r- really put what has become really too many bowls to be it's a honor of a bowl season because you get sick of them after a while but to put to do what they did with Penn State and Notre Dame I'm going to lump Notre Dame into it too for for that to happen it is almost laughable yeah yeah I mean I I just I I honestly wonder you know I mean when you look at that bowl selection committee and you start to weigh things out 
is how much are they really concerned about, you know, the uh, Bell helicopter, uh, Las Vegas Bowl? Or, I, I mean, there's some weird names. They're not. The and, and, and the funnier part is you would have thought they would be more concerned about De Niro and not Robert De Niro. I'm talking money. Yeah. Because the setup that they put into place here – they're not drawing money for any of these organizations. So it's just interesting the way it all shook out. But I don't want to spend too much time because I could tell you're disappointed, disgruntled, and disheartened by the whole thing. I paint a lot houses. Of, a lot of disses in there. But uh, <laughs> I paint let's, houses. Let's talk about the. Uh, let's let's celebrate. Uh, okay, you're the Irishman now. I get it. <laughs> let's celebrate some of our local players from the gridiron you tried to get there early i wouldn't let you i, I wanted I, to save that for the end i was just looking i mean i'm at, caught at, in a trap i was just looking the final at, tally's in oh is it? would you like to know who the winners are i thought we usually save that for the day be, the the show before christmas well i mean I, I i i guess we can i know who the winners are i thought we usually give them out as like christmas gifts well, from us to them uh, I wanted to play spoiler, but that's okay. If you want to go through the finalists, I guess you can. What we were you go going after? Spot. I mean, I, I was going after. I was going. You know after, what happened? Did you see the year? single A game? It was a ten-seven ball game. Okay, the double A game was a seventy-four. 74- 14 route. <laughs> Southern Columbia had more defensive touchdowns in there than some teams have had all season. Let's not get that twisted. I thought you were going after our our players of the year. The reason we're able to spoil it so early in the in this winter season is because everybody got their votes in quick enough and nobody had to be hounded to vote. Well, I think not how did two vote, just how did to get them back. I think I think a, a lot of it had to do with the 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 wording and the tone of the email from the sports director, like, don't waste time. Don't waste time and send it by email. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it was finally like, you know, but I always love there's that one arrogant, arrogant individual out of all of us that's got to send their vote out to everybody. There's oh. always that one arrogant well, person. I, I, I don't know that he's arrogant. He's just not technologically I, sound. I, I know, because, but it's funny well, when you call well, him arrogant. Well, yeah, well he, <laughs> he, he's a south of the mountain elite. Yeah, uh, He'll get a kick out of that because he'll be listening. But anyway, um, you know, when you take a look at the, I mean, the, the other technologically, untechnologically Challenged. savvy guy, he, he called and left his votes via voicemail uh. and, and, and was directed that they must be placed in voicemail. So thank you, Miss Joyce, for typing the email uh, up for them because that was the only way they came in email. That way there's an actual paper trail and a, and a ballot count. And uh, so, yes, the numbers are in. Being that you are saying you would rather wait to give the Christmas present let's, away. Let's just be honest with which the... Which will with be the, with, next Saturday. Yeah, let's just be honest with the listeners who are sitting there and saying, well, there's a lot of uh, mumbo-jumbo going on here. We will announce live next Saturday... Okay, December 21st, our Christmas gift to area athletes and sports fans alike, the WPPA T-102 Player of the Year, Defensive Lime, or Player of the Year, Lineman of the Year, uh, Team of the Year, Coach of the Year. We will do that live next Saturday morning, uh, right around probably, you want to do the top of the show? Top of the show. Top of the show. We'll start it off. We'll start it off. Being that I ruined what you were going after 9 this 9 a.m. Yeah, right around 9 a.m. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about them then. That's fine. Okay. And then Is that we'll, fair? Yeah, that's fair. 
So tell your friends, tell your family, if you think your kid might be in the running, uh, I mean, your husband is going to be the coach of the year, maybe. Uh, if uh, you think your favorite team is going to be the team of the year, should be the team of the year, make sure you're tuning in next Saturday morning, just past 9 a.m. We will reveal the WPPA T102 postseason awards. And then they will be distributed throughout the high school basketball season when we get around to distribute these. You know what? We should do it like an award show. We'll list the nominees. We'll have dramatic music. We'll do the nominees first. This and then we'll great. say And the player of the year is... And we could have what's-his-name come and do it. Did you see he goofed up again? Steve Harvey. Yeah, Steve Harvey. They goofed up again. You know that, right? I do know that, yes. Yeah, just like last week or something, he goofed yes. up at another award show. So we can't do that. We can't do that. Right. we got to make sure we have the envelopes correct. Well, Doc, you know what? We've officially wasted enough time. Now we can't talk about everything you want to talk about. I apologize. It's okay. Because the uh, show's over. Wow. What a quick one this one's this week. Let's say thank you to some people. Well, we first of all have to thank CACL Financial, 1800 West Market Street in the city of Plattsville. Always open online at caclfcu.org. Go to the number one lending institution for the past... That's right, five years in a row. It's because you won't find a better fiduciary relationship anywhere. Thank you to BG's Value Markets with their four easy, convenient locations in Millersburg, Jonestown, Pine Grove, and Minersville. Your Christmas cookie baking headquarters. Stop by, check them out. They got aisles upon aisles of savings. And don't forget, get your Christmas dinner ham at BG's because if it was any fresher, it'd still be oinking. Thank you to Gears Dairy, Schuylkill County's oldest family-owned full-service dairy on a tumbling run road, the official hydrator of WPPA sports and winter sports throughout the region. It's Gears Dairy. Check them out. The whole milk, the skid milk, the orange juice, the stave off that uh, uh, cold and flu this uh, season. Also, don't forget the delicious iced tea and fruit drink products. And, of course, Chaz... It's enough, you nogger. Let's move on. We got to say thank you to Ty Wortman for joining us this morning here on Sports Saturday. Also, thank you to you, the listener. Without you, this wouldn't be possible. You're listening to WPPA Sports Saturday on AM 1360, WPPA Pottsville, also 106 FM, and translator W290DP Pottsville.